1: Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free, or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Chris Davis with the Baltimore
2: Orioles, and I'm listening to Section 336. Today on the show, Pod 231. The Orioles sweep the Red Sox, so does this finally convince Burt that the Orioles have what it takes to be a playoff team? Josh is convinced, and I'll tell you why today. Also, I'm back with another with another snowflake of the week. Oh. All that and more on this edition of section three three six
1: section three three six. Buckle up birds, be ready to ride. Your host match a ready to fly. Baltimore's best section three three six. The number one sports broadcast gets your fix. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck, a favorite or Stay tuned in at
2: 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages. Welcome to section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearing starter host Matt Sroka, and as always, at least I think I'm joined <laughs> by the zany Bert Rohde. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Oh. What up 336ers?
0: And the button-lover Josh There was
1: a little headphone issue, so I was Bert and I were trying to do hand <laughs> motions to uh, not distract the listener.
0: See, this is why you got to watch on Facebook Live. You're
1: missing all this excitement. My, my hand motion for flipping your headphones around <laughs> was, was a pr- pretty straightforward head, I, uh, I, headphone I, switch. It took me a while to get it, but I, yeah, I got I it.
2: Did that solve the problem, just switching your headphones around?
0: Yeah, I was, I was only hearing sound in one ear. Uh, And I was fiddling with this, so I ended up just switching headphone jacks, and that did it. So, I'm good. We're good. The show can proceed.
2: Okay. Josh and I had our fantasy football draft yesterday. I figure I start the show by just reading through my lineup. Oh, you do this every year, yeah. Um, With my first pick, (laughs) I drafted Odell Beckham. Yeah. And with my second pick I drafted Ezekiel Elliott I can't Apparently, wait Apparently he's can't, suspended I didn't know that When I drafted him that Yeah He's appealing I, yeah. You knew that <laughs> He's kidding.
1: appealing can't, can't wait until March When he reads his basketball uh, Sweet 16 yeah. as well <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, People love to get my To get feedback on my Fancy football team And on my Sweet 16 selections No they don't
1: People like to <laughs> Tell That's you why they their tune stuff
2: Alright Josh can, can Can you just say Who you drafted In the first round Of the draft I don't remember
1: who did I draft in the first round?
2: Uh first name Jay plays for uh, Miami running back. Oh, Jaya Jaya. J-a, Jay Jaya Jaya Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just your Jay the name. Yeah. I said the rule of the fantasy football draft should be if you do- can't pronounce a guy's name, you're not allowed to draft. I'm him. doing I'm doing the film study podcast with Kim McKusick. Oh no, you're yeah, you kidding. Got, you got <laughs> but, uh, <since> uh, when? <laughs> but you got some inside information. No, but uh, but the key is there's some fun names on the Ravens. And, uh, and I and I I watch the roster. Uh, as epi- we just put out episode two, and that was talking about people getting on the roster, and I find that I root for the people to not make the team that have the poor names, right? Like, Adabojo, boy, boy Joe That's a guy's <laughs> name, and I just I just learned how to pronounce it today. Because. Did Kevin Kizik help you? Uh, yeah, I don't pronounce him. i just be like, so how about this guy, uh, Lucas? What about him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just got to get him uh, nicknames to all of them. I look, what up, they I look say, up the first names. That's what they say whenever Flacco throws
0: a touchdown pass. Atta boy, Joe.
1: But I like, but that <laughs> guy, his name, does not, his name is spelled differently than att- Atta boy, Joe, but it's pronounced Atta boy, Joe. Yeah. So that one I got down. So hopefully, Attaboy Joe makes the team. <laughs> hey,
2: you know we're gonna focus on the Orioles on this podcast because it's a really fun time for the Orioles. Right because now. these games matter. Uh, but real quick, I want to get your guys' takes on this real quick. You guys heard the, the extension news for John Harbaugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extend another year. We talked. Right. We talked pre- previously, and Bert made I think a very good point that this is if the if the Ravens have another down year. Like this could be it for John Harbaugh.
0: Yeah, that did, was a my bold prediction. Yeah, yeah. he gets canned after Does this year. Does
2: this extension kind of change how you view that? Because now they're saying
1: no, no. I don't. Did, well, no. well, what's the mindset with so, the extension? Yeah, I don't know why. I, don't I, know. I know why. I got some. I got Is some it, info. The injuries. I got some insight. Steve hey. Bisciotti
0: called up Josh. Hey,
2: yeah, we no. understand. Gave an scoop. Half the guys are injured. Right.
1: Here's an extension. So we understand All if right. you suck. All right. Here's here's some inside. Yeah. Here here's so it's a locker room mindset that you can that the coach will easily lose the team if it's his last year. So the Ra- Ravens do not like to advertise when John Harbaugh's uh contract expires. So they extended The answer was
2: 2018. So they extended yeah, so still him they, another year. Ex-
1: they extended him last year. Right. But they didn't tell anyone how big the extension was and no one knew. Right. So I happened to be the day I was. I've
2: always wondered how big John Harbaugh's extension was. So this
1: right. is good. Yeah. Yeah. So no one knew how long it was. Yeah. So the day I was working on the press box studio and I was moving them into their new studio, Glenn Clark happened to get some info of detailing on John Harbaugh's uh, uh, contract length. So he put that out there and tried to verify with the Ravens. They just kept saying no comment. Just so recently? It, yeah. This is like two weeks ago. Okay. Two three weeks ago, so he put it out there. Yeah, because his I I'm not going to give up his source, but trust me, his source was <laughs> really good. His source is uh, as good as you can get. With, is
2: it was it as good as our source for the um, way better way the better. winter meetings fight between Dave Stewart and uh, yes. some wait, other guy? Okay, wait, classic three three
1: six. Way better. Uh, our source is pretty good. Simi- okay, similar source. Okay, but more reliable. Okay. Um, so he he went out with that. So then there was lots of talk of well, it's. 2018. So I feel like the Ravens kind of responded with, okay, we're just going to extend it even further so there's more foundation. You don't lose, have that lose-the-team locker room mentality, and really it doesn't matter because he's on the hot seat anyway. Yeah. They fire so this doesn't change. Nick. If he
2: has down year, he's gone. No,
0: Yeah, this will be like the fourth consecutive down year.
2: But does the 12 guys who are now a injured or retired or whatever, does that impact how we view the season? A little bit. The fact that Joe Flacco hasn't played a snap?
1: Uh, it, it gives us a little leeway on the offensive side, but the defensive side going into this season is supposed to be one of the best. So you you need to see the defense step up.
2: All right. Whatever. Uh, Rave, um, Orioles. Let's get the Orioles. <laughs> so last time we talked, the Orioles were coming off of losing uh, two out of three to,
1: to, to the Angels. They hadn't won two in a row since like two weeks before that podcast. They couldn't buy yeah.
0: back-to-back wins to save their lives. Yeah.
2: Like just back to back wins, back to back losses. They could do that as yeah. as much as they wanted, right? Yeah. And so we were, um, we were ready. I think, I, I think maybe even Josh. I believe this happened. Josh, who pees
1: orange, yes. which you should get that checked out by the <laughs> way. Yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with the Orioles, and that was private information.
2: <laughs> uh, but but even Josh, I feel like after the last loss to the Angels last week, tweeted out. Like, is this the end or something? Didn't this you tweet out something the like that?
1: End. Yeah, I did, but yeah. it had nothing to do with the Orioles season. Oh, I thought that was season-related. No, I was watching a movie. He was tweeting Game of, the of the Thrones. Movie. No, no. <laughs> the, no, the is this the end tweet was about something big that happened last week with the Orioles. Something ended, and it's not the oh. it's chance oh. it, and then it. Zach ends. Britton. It was Zach Britton. When yeah. Zach Britton went in there and did not look good. Yeah, And, and the Orioles was, haven't lost it since. It was the end. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, we gotta talk about Zach Britton too. Um, he got booed. Yeah, that's
1: that's outrageous.
2: That's dumb. Yeah, that's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so dumb. I, I'm I'm a guy who come on here and I'm a bi- I'm a big proponent of booing bad performances. Right. Sure. you booed Kim. Right, <laughs> I not booed Kim. <laughs> I never booed Kim. No. no, I think Philly fans right now are booing Kim for what he's doing in Philly. <laughs> but that's on our oh, story. Wow. Who's
1: the closer that blew three games on the road before coming home for opening day? <laughs> yeah i i Down always, in tampa we booed him i always say
2: mike gonzalez but it's not mike gonzalez no danny Baez. no kevin Gregg. i was just throwing out names i don't know i don't know <laughs> chris ray DJ <laughs> <But BJ laughs> ryan <laughs> <laughs> oh man armando benitez just throw out names but but anyway they, yeah, the, the boom was outrageous but the the, the streak s- setting the american league record yeah. uh Uh, It's just, it was impressive. And we saw, I mean, this year he hasn't been as dominant as he was last year. But last year he was as dominant as you'll ever see a pitcher. And so we hope he can get back to that form. Now it looks like it's a knee injury. It doesn't feel comfortable after he throws the ball, his back knee. We
0: it's should just, we should have traded him last <laughs> December. <laughs> we, should, we should
2: Yeah, it's looking like we should, tr- yeah. should trade him
1: December or in July or yeah. yeah I, I mean,
2: that. even July he already had the injury concerns. Yeah. And so I was hoping a strong July, August, September right.
1: build it up. Then you can trade him in the offseason. Yeah, what we need now is is playoff dominance yeah, from you, him. Yeah,
2: you can't trade him right now for any value cuz there's too many injury concerns, right? Yeah. right. Uh not to mention if we really want to make a playoff run, he needs to be, be a big part of that. Absolutely. And, and so, first it was the was the arm. Now it's the knee. It's it's not what you want to hear. Hopefully, it's not a big deal. I mean, he hasn't even been put on the DL, so hopefully, it's not
1: a big deal. So, uh, it's, but to bring it back. Oh yeah, you mentioned you
2: mentioned Zach Britton. Got it's, me all. It's I was not.
1: Like, you brought it up. It's not the end of the Oriole season yet. No, it's not. They are 65-65 and as we record this. 500? Again, I can't believe it. Yeah, because... In the middle of game, 131.
2: Because after the Angels, after we lost uh, two out of three from the Angels, which felt like the end. Yes. Uh, We then took two two out of three from the A's, and everyone's response was, ho-hum, right? They're the A's. Right. Would have been nice to sweep a bad team like that. Um,
0: and that, that blown save was against
2: the Oakland Athletics. Yeah.
0: Right. Unfortunately, it wasn't against the Red Sox or the Yankees. It was against the cruddy Oakland Athletics.
2: Right. So, so that felt, again, like the end. Yeah. Just because it's the Athletics. Didn't, and then... Didn't we come back and win that game?
0: We did. But okay. He blew the save. Yeah, he blew the We, we were going to win the game in the in the ninth yes. inning there. Yes, we were. He gave up the tying run.
2: And, and then, after all that kind of subpar performance against the Angels and the Athletics, you go to Boston. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> right? Last place you want to go. And you think, all right, let's just finish them, finish us, Boston. Put the old now in the coffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweep us, and we're done. We're dead. We're down there with Toronto. Like, we're done. Instead, the Red Sox got the,
0: the paddles out. They're like,
2: clear! Ka-chook, ka-chook! And the Orioles came back to life. I know. <laughs> They did, I, and we didn't just beat them. I mean, sixteen to three, yeah. Then
1: seven to nothing, then two to one. They in scored a
2: game that we had no business winning. Yeah. Right,
1: Boston, who's been putting up a lot of runs this year, put up four runs for that entire se- yeah. series. Yeah,
2: Boston, who's been up until we played us, one of the hottest teams in baseball. Mm-hmm. And then they ran into the buzz saw. <laughs> <to Paul laughs> <laughs> o- yeah. Is the Baltimore Orioles pitching staff. The starting pitching staff, which
1: gave up. I think three runs, three earned runs the entire series. Yeah. They gave, all right, the Baltimore Orioles pitching staff gave up four runs the entire weekend in Boston. Did they have a single game in June that they did not give up four runs? I mean, it's pretty yeah. close. Remember I don't know. We, and, remember and one we, of those <laughs> runs, <laughs> had that, we had that streak of five plus runs given up. For oh, like three yeah, weeks? yeah.
2: That was out of control. So, well, first of all, but before I get to what this means, which of those wins? So you had the 16 3 game. We saw which Moreland is, pitch. Which is the biggest? W- w- which was your favorite? Uh, oh, the,
0: of the games in Boston. Yeah, the first one where we killed was sixteen I mean, to
1: three or whatever it was. The first one was was very entertaining because I've never seen a team just throwing the ball all over the place oh like the Red gosh. Sox were those they first years. It looked like a, like
2: a, like our softball. Team. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was amazing. That's not. I'm not. That's not a praise. That's an insult.
1: So I yeah, I mean Friday was a lot of fun. Sunday, I think, made the biggest impact. Sunday was insane. I mean, it was it was because uh, you clinched the the sweep. Well, and because the way we won, it, it, it was more of a battle than any of the other games. Yes,
2: I mean, we kept on walking, walking, bases loaded, then then get then get a big out. Right. I mean, uh, Cat Cat Castro, who was great, but he's also walk a guy, strike
1: out a guy, walk a guy, right. strike out a guy. But when the pressure's on. I think Castro is my number one guy if it's a high-pressure situation. I want Castro out there. Kind of like O'Day a few years ago. Yeah. How if the bases were loaded. You wanted O'Day on the mound. No outs. No problem for O'Day. Right, right.
2: Uh, you, you know what? In the 7 to nothing game, which which I there, there was a, a moment in that game. All right, that was Saturday. Where Tim Beckham was up. And he
1: fouled off, I think, something like. 13. Was it that many pitches? It was, I think it was, for some reason, that's the number that pops up. It was a bunch. I mean, he was, had
2: he had around like 10 pitches thrown to at him. At least. And he, he was doing what teams the Royals always do to us, just foul ball, foul ball, foul yes. ball. And then, this is against Eduardo Rodriguez, so it was all the sweeter for being Eduardo Rodriguez. Sure. And then on like the 13th pitch or something, he, he belts it over the green monster. Right. And what was the greatest at-bat of the series. Yeah. So, I
0: wasn't watching that game, but I had my at-bat app which is hard to say, MLB at-bat app in my hand, and I was watching the pitch-by-pitch. Yeah, I had to get it out of my backpack. And And you put it on your lap. Yeah, it was pitch after pitch, exactly like
2: described it, 13-some pitches. Yeah, it was
0: crazy watching it. And then it pops up saying run. I'm like, oh, cool, base hit.
2: Nope, three-run homer. Oh, and it was crushed.
1: Yeah.
2: It was crushed. That was just really fun. And you could tell. Eduardo Rodriguez was getting frustrated. Well, that He was, was getting frustrated. The, best, that's,
1: that's the best part about this series was that it was in Boston and all the Red Sox players were getting frustrated. Yeah. they were. The pitchers were getting frustrated. Uh, the, you would see the players get angry at the plate. It was just fun.
2: Yeah. Well, there was a bad umpiring involved in there too.
1: Whatever it takes.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, they're not a fan of the, I guess, player nicknames. Um, nah. I'm not a fan of the Orioles player nicknames, but if they play like that, yeah. I don't care what they nah. put in the back of their the jersey. The
1: nicknames are lame. Uh, by Sunday I really liked the jerseys they gotta wear those jerseys I, the the rest jer- of I, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed the jerseys I want I wonder if I enjoyed the jerseys more because they kept winning with them on yeah so it's was like Friday okay they look okay Saturday they look pretty good Sunday these are my favorite jerseys
2: yeah shoot if they play like that I don't care if they play just in their jock strap if they play like
1: that I'll watch them how about speaking of jock straps <laughs> did you see did you see that that uh ball come up the first base line yeah and on Sunday. And uh, Hanley
2: Ramirez, the reports yeah. is now he has a severe stutter after that happened. Ooh, he had a, ouch! A nice shot to the huevos. Oh,
1: <laughs> he, he was down. He was in so much pain. It was one of the, it's one of the most painful uh, injuries in in baseball. Him laying on the ground.
2: Yeah, that's that's my like worst fear. I, mean, I know. That's why I, I don't. I think I've been hit there in you know, fifteen years. But I always still wear a cup when I play shortstop because just one shot scares me so much. Right. Oh, you, wear, you wear a cup? I do. Oh, I just put my extra hand there. Yeah, see, that's okay. Um, Good luck with that. So the Orioles,
0: they sweep them. I, the I, the, the I run do. differential is like 27 to 4. And yes. uh, according to the Elias Sports Bro- Bureau.
2: I'm counting 25.
0: Uh, I see uh, 27 to 4 was the the total scores of the three games.
2: 16, 7, and 2. That's That'd 25. be 25.
0: Well, I don't know. this is ESPN saying 27 to 4.
2: Okay, maybe it got was it not sixteen seven and two? Was that not the Orioles' scores? So
0: double check on I'll that. I'll double check. Where's the intern? Intern. <laughs>
2: but anyway, you, you uh, had a point. But I was
0: saying it was the Orioles' largest margin of victory in a road sweep since two thousand four, when they outscored the then Devil Rays thirty one to eight over three games at Tropicana Field.
1: Sixteen seven and two. It's twenty five. That's crazy. ESPN no. is wrong.
0: Somebody uh, tweet ESPN. Yeah, they got you, something wrong. When you
1: score that many runs, what's just a couple more?
0: Yeah, but now they're making it me felt look like, like, like an idiot. Yeah, Thanks right. a lot, ESPN.
1: Well, I got some praise
2: for ESPN later in my Snowflake segment, so <laughs> don't, don't bash <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right.
1: You, you, you all for Robert Lee? Uh, uh, yeah, I can Spo- guess spoiler, that's Spoiler alert, yeah. Um, <laughs> I figured that. Too.
2: I want to talk a little bit about Mikel Ka- Castro. Okay. Well, actually, I want to talk Miguel. about this. If you give me a second, guys. Well, All the time you want. Who was that, Parker Bridwell? That's one of the stories that just pisses me off the most. That Hot Parker Bridwell, because yeah. he's doing well in, in yeah. for the that's, California Angels. If I'm a millennial, that's my trigger word: is <laughs> Parker Bridwell. Okay. Um, because how, when you have a baseball team that has no starting pitching, how do you let a minor league starting pitcher go to another team? And become a really good ma- major league starting pitcher when you had him in your system just sitting there. How does
0: that for, happen? For, for cash them? considerations, All right.
2: yeah, or a player to name later, yeah. It's always one of the two. Like how that that cannot happen. With that said, <laughs> with that said, uh, last year, if you want to look at your rankings on on pitching on ERA last year, uh, the. Orioles were not the worst team at pitching last year. If you go all the way down to number 27, in fact, the Orioles were numbered 19 in the ERA last year. If you go even past that to 27, you'll find the Colorado Rockies last year. Okay. Last year, the Colorado Rockies ranked 27 in pitching.
1: Well, clearly that's because they play in Colorado.
2: Yeah. Uh, So they could use some pitching talent, though. I think that's safe to say. Sure, so let's give them some. And they... Gave us Miguel Castro for a player to be named later. Okay. They 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 did the reverse here. They gave a, us some, someone. They gave us Miguel Castro for a player to be a player to be name named late, 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 later. Do Do you guys know how old Miguel Castro is? No. Take uh, a guess. How old do you think Miguel Castro?
1: Uh, twenty seven. Twenty two. He's twenty two. Hey. Oh, that's a young guy.
2: He's twenty two. Um, his last year with Colorado, he made it at his, his his major league debut when he was 20. Um, but his last year with Colorado, he had an ERA of 10.34 in the minors and 6.14 in the majors. So he was atrocious. Then he came to Baltimore. All right, and we talk all the time about how Baltimore can't develop pitching, how everyone leaves Baltimore and becomes a good pitcher. Well, Miguel Castro was really bad. He had good skills, but it was really bad when it, when it came to Baltimore. Um, and he, here's a quick quote here from Graham. Uh, I don't know. Here's a quote. This is an article I, I got from um, the Baltimore Sun, John Mioli. Uh, he talks about Miguel Castro's journey. And he says, and this is a quote from Graham, uh, who is... In, has a role in player development for the Orioles because it was a change of scenery for him, for Castro. And it was basically a new life. I think Castro was very receptive to the suggestions that Dave Schmidt made and some of the adjustments he made in terms of adding the breaking ball, refining it and the delivery itself. And then Castro says, they sent me to Sarasota so I could start pra- pra- to practice again, get into, sh- uh, get into game shape, get my body oriented and prepared for the season. I saw it as an opportunity. I was happy to be, be a part of this team. So they took him to Sarasota reworked him and then brought him back up um first to Bowie and then to, and then to 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 the majors and this is like we can point to this case and i know like his career isn't done yet this is a small sample but so far like it's paid off like he's been great this year and this is an example of the orioles taking control and, and and turning a pitcher around right yeah uh, of saying we're going to fix miguel castro everyone leaves the Orioles to get fixed here's a case where miguel castro who is broken Comes to the Orioles where he's fixed. Uh, I was looking at what's the difference, and I I don't know. But one thing to look at is when he played, this is getting a little nerd talk here, but when he played for Colorado, uh, he threw uh, 33% fastballs and 23% sinkers. For the Orioles, he throws 60% fastballs. So from 33% fastballs to 60% fastballs. And sinkers, he hasn't thrown a single sinker with the Orioles. He threw twenty 23% with the Rockies, hasn't thrown a single sinker. He throws more change-ups, uh, 12% up from 5%. So the Orioles haven't thrown more change-ups, more fastballs, got rid of the sinker. So what I'm saying here, it's not like he just woke up and could pitch. Right. They, like The Orioles tweaked with
1: him. Right, they, they adjusted his pitch selection a lot. Yeah,
2: yeah. And whether that slider, I I mean, whether that sinker turned into, I don't know, just a straight four seam, what, 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 whatever they did, I mean, it has worked. And he went from being a pitcher who couldn't cut in the majors to who the Rockies, who have no pitching, d DFA'd him off their forty-man roster. The Orioles pick him up, give him a player to be named, give the Rockies a player to be named later, and then all of a sudden you have one of our best bullpen arms and a guy who I think is intriguing. To be a starting pitcher next year, uh, and we got him for nothing. So here's the case of the Orioles um developing and changing a guy to be successful in the majors. Boom, it can happen.
1: All right. Now the real question was it luck or were they just trying to grab any pitchers who were out there DFA'd? Or did they see something in Castro and said we can develop this?
2: Well, uh it doesn't you 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 don't need to be an expert scout. A
1: twenty-two-year-old kid. That's true. Who that can throw ninety-five miles per that's, hour. That's true. Like sign me up for that. That's true. That's good enough. Yeah, that that's something you you say. I'll, I'll it's at least just, try it uh, out. It's the
0: exception, not the rule, when it comes to the Orioles' uh, pitching scouts.
2: But the fact that and it, they they just didn't throw him at Bowie and say do something because and that's to your point again, Josh. They took him to the minors. They said, okay, we're going to rework you a little bit, then bring you back up, and he's had all the success. I think it's just a great story, uh, and 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 I, I hope it continues.
1: Yeah, no, he's definitely been uh, one of the highlights of this season. I think. I mean, I think Mancini's up there, and Beckham's <laughs> Beckham's getting a jersey on on Labor Day. He's getting a T-shirt night. He's been he's somehow has been yeah. the, he's been the highlight well of all years.
0: We'll be there, Matt. We get a Tim Beckham T-shirt. Oh yeah, Love it.
1: tell Emily I'll need that Tim Beckham T-shirt. No, we'll, we'll be, we I need I, I need her to that. grab me an extra large. Come on, she just tosses out yours. Might as well give them to me.
2: Uh, do do you guys think that um Miguel Castro has what it takes to be a starter next year?
1: Yes, I think he. I think we've seen him go deep in games more than anyone. He's pitched. I think he pitched six innings one game. We've seen him go three multiple times. Uh, he came in. We've seen him in mop up duties and in uh, tight situations, and uh, he's succeeded both. Yeah, that, that game uh, that bl- didn't he come in after the blown save, and he pitched I think three innings. Yeah, Two, yeah, yeah It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. And and he could have kept on going. Thankfully, the Orioles scored, and he didn't have to. But yeah, no, he shows. Uh, I mean, the courage and determination of him on the on the on the mound in some big situations. He's the guy I want there, and he's shown that he can keep that fastball going for multiple innings. He's clearly in this starting rotation next year.
2: Yeah, uh, a couple of things that 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 you look at. As a right-handed pitcher, he has multiple pitches. He has a changeup. He has a fastball. he's a slider. So that's what you need from a starter. Um, one thing, if I – something that's a little con- right, so three pitches. concerning is his um, performance against left-handed batters is a lot worse than right-handed batters. Left-handed batters are hitting two eighty four compared to two twenty eight for the right-handed batters. And the strikeout-to-walk ratio – is a lot lower at one point one three against lefties as opposed to two point seven nine against righties. So but, he's a lot better against right-handed pitchers.
1: But what is his ERA overall? Well, so, I mean it's 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 under three hundred, right?
2: Yeah, it's two point six four.
1: Yeah, I t- I'll take that. I don't care. I don't care if you're yeah. one run worse against uh lefties
2: yeah and and he's not a specialist right he hasn't been used as a specialist he's been pitching he's he's been pitching three
1: innings six innings so it's not like he's heavy on the right-handed batter side
2: but do we have any room in the starting rotation for him next year can he can he pitch (laughs) right can he pitch four
0: days a week Al tillman will be gone so that's a spot right there there you go
2: yeah no, no there's it seems to make sense next year you always hear about good relievers like we heard this a couple years ago could zach Britton be a starter uh, but with Miguel Castro, because the need and because his his ability to throw yep. multiple innings, it seems to make sense.
1: Opening day. That's your opening day pitcher right oh, there. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> no, don't go to – K-
0: Hopefully, it'll
2: be a number four starter, five starter for us.
0: Yeah, if we have the uh opening day on the road for a three-game series.
1: Right. Ho- ho- opening day, it'll be Gosman or Bundy. Yeah, it would be a Gaussman, Bundy. Bundy. Hopefully, we sign a guy. Sign a guy. Castro. Castro. Don't and, say Tillman. No, I was trying to think of someone in the minors. Aquino. Well, I was trying to think of someone in the minors without saying Mike Wright.
2: Yikes. Or Miley. See if we pick up that extension. But, guys, uh, we're now uh, 65-65. Does does this change how we project the Orioles? Do we see them now? And, Bert, I want to take this a step further. Not only do we see them as a playoff team, but you've always been, Bert. Well, even if we make the playoffs, it's not like we're going to go anywhere. Right. We beat uh, the second best team in the American League. Yeah. We swept them. Swept them. Dominated Handily. them. Handily. Yeah. Does that change how you view this Orioles team? Like, if everything works right, do you see them as a team who can get hot and can make a run to first make the playoffs and then do something in the playoffs?
0: Uh, I want to see how this series against Seattle goes. Because uh, it's easy to say right now, yeah, we won four straight, uh, you know, five of the last six. It feels really good right now. But they've proven... Throughout this summer they you know, once the mid May hit, they couldn't extend they couldn't stay hot for an extended period. Yeah. You know, they're 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 hot right now. You know, five wins five out of six games. See it continue, talk to me again next week. I I optimistic about this series against Seattle here in Baltimore. And then uh, this coming weekend, uh, who's coming to town? Toronto. Toronto's coming
1: to town. I think it's four games: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four games yeah. with Toronto, then yeah. three games with New York. It's a big home stand. So uh, I don't know.
0: I'm still. They still need to prove it to me. They yeah. still need to prove it to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. I, I don't know is the right answer because I don't know if Abad Jimenez is going to come out on Wednesday and be good or be terrible. Right. I don't know if Miley if. If I mean Tillman's pitching today, um, I don't know what will happen when these starting pitchers walk out to 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 the mound. They've shown in the past, like the series against Boston, they can dominate a good ma- a good baseball team. But can they keep it up? Can this starting pitching staff keep it up? I think the right. offense can keep it up, but can the pitching staff keep it up? I think it's a big and
1: question. I I think we uh, last year it took the it took eighty nine wins to get in the wild card. In order yeah. for the Orioles to do that this year, they'd have to win twenty-four, go twenty-four and eight for the rest of the season. Wow, that would be really that'd it's be a really tall hard. order. But I don't think the wild card is as tight as a as a high scoring as a race this yeah. year. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be more like 84-85 wins this year to get that wild card. So I think they can pull it off if they can keep playing this way. Would they go twenty and twelve for the first month? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I think if maybe they, a little better than that, but yeah. I mean, if they can cap the end of the season off the same way they played at the beginning of the season, then they should be able – I would hope that if you went 20-12, and 12, that puts you at 85 wins. I would hope that's enough.
2: That's, that'd be close. When, when I look I'd at the score,
1: I, when I look at the schedule, I think if they play good baseball, they can get 19 wins. If some of those nights they play great baseball, they can get an extra couple wins. Yeah. So I'm going to say Maybe. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, you just don't know, and and it be, it be, because this is a baseball team that swept the the Boston Red Sox at Boston, but then split against the Oakland right. Athletics at
1: Oakland. So, I, I told someone at which work, team at work I, today. I told someone I said, "Well, this series is the most important series of of the year, and then the one after that could be the most important series of the year." I've been saying this for three weeks now, and the Orioles keep playing just well enough to stay in the race. So, I mean, the Seattle series is the most important series of the season. Right. And this Chris yeah. Tillman start is
2: his most important start of the year. And and we'll see if he can perform. So far, it's not looking too Were good. Were
1: you surprised that Tillman came back into the rotation? He didn't show anything in the pen. Like, they just gave him time off. I yeah. think he pitched one game out of the pen. So, he didn't yeah. show anything like, all right, he Maybe deserves to be back in the rotation.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, aren't they easing out uh,
2: Bundy, Bundy yes. a bit? I mean, he's they on are. a
0: bereavement now. And uh, yeah, they're yeah. trying to give him more rest. According to whom? Was, I don't know. Right. So, that, did yeah. his arm
2: die? Every time you ask Buck, he's like, there's no plan. There's no there's right. no set way to do this. But that's
0: why when, you know, two weeks ago we said, well, that's it. Tillman's a bullpen guy the rest of the year. That's why we're seeing him starting again. Yeah. I, I think you need to have an arm. And even though his arm stinks, uh, you need it out there.
2: We'll be curious to see when roster expands in September. If they bring a couple of my, my, minor league guys and see if Tillman continues to start. I don't know. Um, the offense is getting it done. If you look in the month of August, they're first in home runs, they're first in batting average, they're first in the hits. So they're getting it done. Um, and this is nothing new. We always step up in August. I was just looking at some of the, the numbers from last year. Last year, we were first in home runs in August in 2014. We were first in home runs in August. So, 2013, we had a down year. We were second in home runs in August. So, this has always been the time that we uh, kind of stepped it up. The, the, you know, in in, uh, in 2013, Detroit Tigers had the most home runs in August at 38 home runs in
1: 2013. Wow. Uh, this year. That doesn't sound like that many. No. You know, the Orioles passed that number this year, haven't they? Yeah. They've got to be close. What did I say, 38? You said yeah.
2: 38. And this year, there's already one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams who's passed that for August so far. And the Orioles have 46 so far this month.
0: Oh, then why did I say wow?
1: At 38? Because that was a low number? Yeah, yeah, that was a low number. It used to be a high number. I don't know.
2: We know everyone's hitting home runs this year. Gene Carlos Stan's going to hit 100 home runs this year. (laughs) The way he's going.
0: If the season was a few months longer.
2: Yeah. You guys ready for my snowflake of the week?
0: (laughs) Hold on. I got one snowflake in the chat room. Our intern... Yeah, he's 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 commenting in the chat room saying "Note from the intern. I was not made aware that they were recording tonight. My bad. Yeah, hey, Mr. Snowflake,
1: we record every Monday at 7.30.
0: Unless we tell you otherwise because we were Tuesday last week. But unless we tell you otherwise, assume it's Monday at 7.30. Like
1: always (laughs) for uh, five years. Oh, my gosh. This intern. Snowflake.
2: And now he's commenting on the chat room about some uh, fight. We can talk about Mayweather versus McGregor later, but their chat (laughs) could comment about in the chat room and then turns into it. All right. Anyway. You didn't watch
1: the fight.
0: I like Uh, when he talks about himself in the third person. (laughs) Jake (laughs) is in the (laughs) chat room (laughs) asking if (laughs) anybody saw (laughs) the Mayweather (laughs) fight, and the intern responds. The intern did.
1: (laughs) Is he trying trying to keep up that, like, I don't have a real name? (laughs) Even though his real name is right next to his uh, Facebook post. That's not the intern answering those. That's a friend of the intern. The intern, no one knows who he is. Yeah, right. That's a friend. It's
0: like the guy in the Mickey costume at Disney World says he's a friend of Mickey's. <laughs> or We like, all know what you are, dude. You mean how
1: <laughs> you say you're a friend of Chris Davis and a friend? Well, these are friend of the show. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows that. Right. We,
0: have, we have lots of friends of the show here at Section 336.
1: Speaking of friend of the show, who's your snowflake of the week? <laughs> well... ESPN. Is this going to be a weekly thing? Do I need to get some? Uh, yeah, music you might for need to
2: this? give me s- s- some snowflake music. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, uh, winter is coming, and there's a snowflake every week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys, we talked about it last week. There are some uh, triggered words for for snowflakes. Um, you can't say statue around them because it just upsets them. It's a trigger word. Mm-hmm. You also can't say civil war. Right. In 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 my school all the teachers know even the history teachers we just call it the C word and when teachers uh, tell the, students the C, the C word, word all the students know what we mean when we say the C word we mean of course <laughs> civil war right um, so, so we don't say it Come on, is this is what you want <laughs> yeah. snowflake you I'll take it I'll take anywhere. it so <laughs> okay can you turn that music off so I can get through this show uh, but the so the bad news is you can't say that word. The 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 good news is though, snowflakes really aren't students of history. Mill- millennials don't know who Jefferson Davis is, right? The the mu- millennials don't know um, who Seward is. Like the millennials know. Well- only, uh, only I think, like two names from the Civil War. Era. Oh,
1: I thought we just assume if it's a statue, they own slaves. Like, that's why we built statues, yeah. right? And yeah. they're all racist. Right. Yeah. Ra- so, yeah. That's how you get a statue.
2: The millennials know maybe Lincoln. Maybe some of the smart millennials know Grant. Uh, but then the millennials also know Robert E. Lee. This is where it gets rather unfortunate, and I'm calling out all the snowflakes. ESPN, though, is smart, intelligent, bravo, to ESPN here. <laughs> <laughs> for being ahead of the game and understanding what's going on here, right. so I'm sure you guys have heard the story at this point. I hope you have. It's been like a national story. When I I remember where I was when I first heard it because I couldn't believe it. It was on MS. I was watching MSNBC, the uh, you know Snowflake Central, and it was scrolling at the bottom of the screen that news story that Robert Lee was being removed from the Virginia foot uh, football game from calling the Virginia football game for ESPN right. because his name was Robert Lee. And I saw that news story but, and I was like, oh, MSNBC bit on an onion story. <laughs> Let me, oh, that's hilarious. This can't be real. And Except, I went into it and it's true. Robert Lee, an Asian American, was supposed to call the Virginia, uh, University of Virginia football game, but was moved to a different game because they thought his name, Robert Lee, would upset the millennials. Trigger which, which it probably would. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Props, to ESPN. For understanding how the snowflakes work and think and being proactive and moving Robert Lee but, to a different game. But there's a
1: problem. What's the problem? the problem is they the announced ESPN handled it beautifully. No, no. Here's what they did. They announced it. They they you you when you when you're babying and, and trying to protect the millennials, you can't let them know that you're babying and protecting them uh. because that triggers them also. ah uh. So now everyone's mad at ESPN saying we wouldn't be that stupid to mess up Robert Lee. And then
2: they made a follow-up story, ESPN did, where they had Robert Lee come out and say, I really didn't feel comfortable calling the Virginia game, I'd rather would have called the Youngstown game. Right, And so they're spinning it and saying it was his, his, his take.
1: Wasn't this one day after they did their slave auction? ESPN. That
2: was... That again was not a slave auction. I know it wasn't. They did the fancy draft, and, and millennials and they, freaked out because someone screenshotted an an African American football player. Meanwhile, this was right after Tom Brady was traded, by the way. Right. Meanwhile,
1: <laughs> every millennial went and did a, a draft and and selected black doing the guys very same thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got a. I got like fifteen of them on my team. But 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 we didn't
2: have any pictures. We just had names.
1: Oh, it's like the Ray Rice situation. He's screwed because there was video. There, there's picture. It's all about picture. You can't have any so pictures.
0: So they, they took a job away from an Asian American, Asian American and gave it to some crusty old white guy. Yeah. Probably.
1: Well, that's, yeah. what, that's, that's what the millennials are now <laughs> to mad about. To fight racism. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't understand.
1: <laughs> but it wasn't to fight racism. It was to try to stop millennials from freaking out. Right. And you ended up, you broadcast it so you made millennials freak out. Yeah, But I, I, I just gotta, appreciate You got to baby ESPN. these guys. Yeah.
2: Appreciate ESPN being proactive and using kids gloves when dealing with millennials because you need to. They, <laughs> I appreciate
1: that. Well, millennials never grow up. I don't.
2: know But it's kind of unfortunate that they are the only people listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we spend half a show bashing They keep listening. Sure. That's right. why I try. I try really hard to use the term "snowflake" because yes. just because you're a young person doesn't mean you're a snowflake.
1: Right. You probably are. But now, now don't don't add, like I said. You can't advertise that you're using a different word just to describe them. You can't advertise that. Now they're going to freak no, out about snowflakes. No, because all snowflake. young
2: people are millennials. Not all young people are snowflakes.
1: Right. We had a bunch of umpire snowflakes last week. Oh, yeah. Those yeah, guys the were nice old, and old. snowflakes last yeah, week. So old, old, snowflakes. old people can be stupid, too. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right. That's my snowflake talk.
0: That was a short snowflake talk this week. We spent a good chunk talking about the snowflake umpires last well, week. Well, that had, I a, think that we had spent, a little more to
2: do with baseball. I think we spent <laughs> enough time... <laughs> bashing snowflakes on this show alright I don't think we need to make it a half half of our show every week
0: that's a good point is that fair that's fair that's fair
2: alright so it's just, remember remember boys and girls when you're talking about the civil war to young people just say the c word and they'll know what you mean
0: or just pretend it never happened
2: yeah all right uh radio silence Yeah. is, 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 is that is what where we got to get some into some preseason talk want to talk about Josh Woodrum continues to dominate the, the NFL the Ravens are three and It should be a starting quarterback the
1: Ravens are three and0 it's pressing their opponents their offense looked horrible on Saturday did you watch the game I watched a little bit of it. I watched a little bit of it. All right, you, Josh watched, Woodrum, you watched more than me. I
2: watched. Uh, you know when I
1: watched it when Josh, when Josh Woodrum, Woodrum played,
2: went in, and and he had a nice touchdown pass. Well,
1: he'll probably play all of all of uh, Thursday's game.
2: Yeah, that'll be the only Ravens game I watched the whole thing of
1: when Josh Woodrum
2: plays the whole thing.
0: Who do they play? Uh, this next uh, last final preseason game.
1: They the New Orleans the Saints, Saints at New Orleans, and okay. then and then opening week is the cincinnati Bengals,
2: but the but the final preseason game is the equivalent to an away game at spring training where they send their b squad right yes right like if if you're really like film study is film study gonna watch this game 10 times uh he does every one. he's gonna watch this game 10 times well yeah that's i'm sure that's
1: preparing for next year or something
2: yeah he's, he's gonna watch some uh last guy on special teams he will. And well, <laughs> apparently
0: they uh, – Josh, you might know this better because of the show you do. With I, I'm, the, I'm the
1: Ravens expert.
0: Uh, the NFL changed the rules for cut dates now. Like they yeah. c- they don't have to cut anybody until after the fourth preseason game now. Yes. Whereas you, they used to be like there right, would so be a used, round
1: of cuts after like the second preseason right. game. And then you – right. It used to be spread out. So then you would pick out all those guys that were dumped so now you can still do that but it's after the fourth game so it's harder to get them situated into your game plan
0: yeah well you have more guys to choose from and maybe yeah more time to see some guys that maybe you were going to cut that will get another, right one and final opportunity
1: right right to make yeah. the practice squad or to make another for another team to grab them up sure, sure. um yeah but also because of that timeline looks like the ravens might be able to make a trade or two to some guys which you don't normally see in the nfl but i guess the ravens have really good depth on defense that they might try to uh, make some moves. Interesting.
2: Oh, I I meant to mention, we were talking about Mikel Castro. You know who his doppelganger is? No. I read somewhere that in his locker room there's a picture of this NBA player right by his locker, and they look just the same. Oh, really? Yeah, Kevin Durant. Okay. Kevin Durant <laughs> and Mikel Castro are doppelgangers. They're pretty much the same person. You can see that. Do you know how tall Castro is? I love this quiz time with Miguel Castro. Doesn't Castro have a little like, Six, and he's six seven. You're Wait, all over it. You're all over his characteristics. His I swear I don't right have there. his bio open. You know, you know how tall
1: Andy Dalton is? <laughs> I have no idea how tall Andy Dalton. Six two. Why would I know? Why that? do you know that? Because the Ravens line up really well for blocking a bunch of his passes on what he because he's hosting the film study film study show. <laughs> hey, uh, did
0: you guys said you had your fantasy draft? Did either of you guys draft Julian Edelman and now he's out for the year?
1: No, because your draft our draft, after? draft, our draft last was night. last okay. yeah. We
0: hold our draft. Actually, it's a rookie draft we did ours at early this year. auction we're doing ours next wednesday so i still got like 10 yeah, days
1: that's what we normally do is we would normally do it like two days before and uh because of everyone's schedules we got it a little early this year yeah it's hopefully da- we'll be dangerous. it's dangerous it's no, dangerous we man. got through week three so we should be good yeah with no the one big plays four anyway
0: yeah but i mean people still get hurt like in training camp and stuff right right
2: but they but they don't even practice the pads anymore. They just <laughs> do flat hey, football. Come on, I'm just trying to rip on you guys. All right, fine. No, my you, team stinks anyway. Did you draft any Ravens? <sighs> no.
0: Justin uh, Tucker should be the only Raven anybody drafts, and I, that's,
2: that's I'm saying I, a lot. I picked up wood. it's a deep league. We got twelve oh, teams. Twelve teams. Yeah. yeah, it's a twelve team league. Yeah. I grabbed
1: I grabbed uh, Woodhead. Because it's a PPR league, and I know that yeah. Joe okay. likes to He's dump He's fancy-worthy. Yeah, he PPR,
2: PPR, I could yeah. see it. Yeah, I mean, the odd thing was Josh took him with his number one pick. <laughs>
0: that, and I was that, That's PPR not life.
1: true. I think it was like number 10. I knew, I knew Matt would have his eye on him, but I didn't think anyone else would, so I waited.
0: For Yeah, I could see with a quarterback like Joe Flacco who does nothing but dump it off.
2: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah in a PPR league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you'll
2: you get, you get
0: your money's There's, worth for him.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right, to the chat room. Oh, boy. A ch- little chat action. All right. What's the intern um, up to? Well, John Soroka comments, Billy. Anyone knows what that's in reference to? Billy with a question mark. Any? It could have been hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Billy with a question mark. No, I don't know what that's Billy! We were asking him pre-show.
1: Billy. We were asking him pre-show about his schedule. I don't think Billy has anything to do with that.
2: All right. Fine. Fine. Um, Jacob says, here's an interesting question. If we make the wild card game, who do we start? Testro? Uh, I say Bundy on several days rest. I, I mean, I think uh-huh. this is going to have to be one of those wait and sees, right? Who's yeah. pitching well at the time?
1: Yeah, because right now I'd go with, uh, I'd go with Gosman.
0: I, I don't d- think it. I don't think it's who's pitching well at the time. If it, if we know anything about Buck Walter, it's just like whoever's up next.
2: Yeah, that's is true. It's pitching the wild card. I don't game. care if your name is Joe <laughs> Saunders. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And then a short leash because it's a one-game, play in. playoff. Hey.
0: What happens if we get in one game playoff and then uh, he puts in Zach Britton and Zach Britton blows the game?
1: That's kind of what's going to happen, right? <laughs> Doesn't that just sound like the life of an Oriole fan? Yeah, yeah. So then we spend the entire offseason of you shouldn't ha- – sh- why would you put in Britton? <laughs> yeah.
2: Either that or it happens again and it's a tie <laughs> game and Britton no goes to Britton. <laughs> There's no way. And, and Britton starts to warm up but he never comes in
1: no way. Could you imagine the announcers would go crazy? That's the only scenario where – That's where you get the national announcers. We should announcers. fire about this only a scenario. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, won't, won't be uh, Gary Thorne talking about Ramirez's cup. There's some, That was way more entertaining. There's some
2: McGregor and Mayweather uh, discussion here. Don't I'm, care. You guys don't care? Bert, yeah. are, are you a fan of, of the boxing or the MMA you know, at all? You know what I like? I I'm like not.
1: That, I like that the match is over so we can stop pretending we care about boxing. Okay, there's a lot of people who care about boxing. No one cares about boxing.
2: I, I think both of them seem to be not very good human beings. Uh, other than that, I'm I'm not that interested in the fight.
1: All right, I here's where the fight interests me. But apparently, it was it the was loser, longer than people thought. Yeah, and the loser got like 150 million. Yeah, that's yeah. I I'll take that I'll deal. Take, I think you'd you let be, Floyd Mayweather beat the crap out of you for 150 million. Yeah, I I will go into a coma for a month. If it means I come out of it with 150 million, you might have like um, un- unhealable uh, uh, brain damage. Doesn't yeah. matter. I set, I set my li- family up for life. <laughs> I mean, isn't that unhealable? Isn't, isn't that Josh, doing? are talking isn't, unhealable isn't, here. Isn't, isn't <laughs> that doing your job? I don't know. If that's the a, word I wanted. But <laughs> isn't is <that, you>, Isn't <laughs> no, that, I like it? Let's go. With I it. think that's doing your job as a uh, father and no way. and husband. If you I do like your family, my family up with that much. 150 million dollars. You
2: think your your wife would would support you? possibly getting irreparable brain damage. That's it. Yes. Irreparable. Because it's possible
1: with a guarantee of 150 okay. million.
2: Okay. Okay, I guarantee Mandy would not be for that. And if she is, I think that says that says something about your marriage. Yeah, uh, I would be say.
0: I would be super mad if my wife said, "Yeah, for 150 I know, I know. million dollars, <laughs> you I'll, get I'll the take a it out of you." <laughs> I'll take a vegetable for a husband.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Your wife's not supposed to say that, but you're supposed to put your life up for that. No, no chance. My the My? chances are slim that it's the irreputable brain cancer. Brain injury. It's most likely you're gonna break a leg.
2: He's a professional hitter.
1: Yeah. But and he's hit with you with his
2: in fists. the face. It's like cinder blocks being uh, dropped on your head. And look right. at your face. Your face is small and tender.
1: Yeah, which means <laughs> one one good hit to the face and I'm out. Maybe for good. It's not like he's gonna get a chance to beat it up multiple times. One hit and I'm down for the count. And I got $150 million. I'm just saying my wife,
2: would, wouldn't even if it was a billion dollars, if there was a one in a million chance I could get hurt, my wife would not go for it. Mandy. Our relationship is worth more than money. Mandy, you come we here. You can't put a price tag on our marriage or on our love.
1: Oh, That's all I'm saying. It's about to get real in here. That's Mandy. All I'm
2: saying. We're bringing Mandy
1: here. Got a question for you. Yes. Do I get a seat? Uh, no, because that mic's not on. Steal Matthew's mic. People always share us. my mic. All right.
2: People, people over, mic. Over. All right. Take, the, take over okay. the show, man. It's your show now.
1: <laughs> here's, 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 here's the question. <laughs> well, here's the question you. go come <laughs> down here and do stuff. Uh, you, you, do you have to
3: listen to my own voice?
1: No, you, you don't have to put them in. All
3: right. Uh, ew, Matt, these were in your ear. Oh, yeah. There's a oh, that's gross. Too. I don't clean my ears very All right. <laughs> yeah. All, right, here's, All right. Here's the question oh, for you. question. Can you explain to everyone what a day has been? So, there we go.
1: $150 $150 million. All right? If you can have $150 million, but there's a chance that I have uh, irreparable, uh, permanent brain damage. Irreparable? Yeah. Permanent brain damage. Let's see why he married me? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Unhealable. There's a chance. Let's say, let's say a <laughs> 50, 50%, 50% chance I have brain damage, but you get a guaranteed $150 million. Would you take that?
3: I need more information. Uh, we're going to throw him in a boxing match. A boxing
1: match.
2: He's going to get the crap I, beat have you guys out of already answered this question?
1: I get the crap beat out of me, but you get hundred. wives? But you get one hundred fifty million dollars.
2: Emily would never.
1: See, Go for it, see, she stunted. Great. I and I said it's He's your, it's, it's your duty money. as the husband and father to care for your family duty. by putting yourself into the ring. Duty. <laughs> and and get yourself beat up so that you get the one hundred fifty million.
3: I think my kids would prefer their father to one hundred fifty million dollars. Agree. Should I take a bow? Good answer.
1: Good, Good answer. answer. See what that says about me? I, I'm more valuable than $150 million. You are. Yeah.
3: Welcome,
1: intern. <laughs> yeah. Josh
2: did not even think about the kids in that whole discussion. The I thought right about to the, the kids. kids. I manager thought right about the, the kids. kids. That's sad.
1: You're saying $150 million. That's sad. That's life-changing for your kids.
0: We're getting complaints about the uh, the video feed or sound. Yeah, the, I not know. Going. I know.
1: Millennials, it's okay.
2: Uh, a couple other things from the chat room. Uh, the
1: intern showed up and the computer broke. That's all I got to say. Oh, he's here. <laughs> the intern. I'm guessing that he bumped something when he sat down. <laughs> so so we'll your
2: just, comment that says Josh Stroken needs to fix this is really the intern. The yeah, intern yeah, needs, yeah. He needs to fix
0: it. I tagged the intern, but I don't want to use his real name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. right. The intern showed up. Yeah. Uh, just saying. It happened around the same time.
2: <laughs> uh, and the intern's last comment was, you guys said you had to change the recording night because you had tickets this week.
1: This week. <laughs> we yeah. do, it on
2: Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's canceled. There's tickets this week. All right.
1: Well. Intern, you showed up. You want to speak. Uh,
2: yeah, intern, any thoughts, corrections, I hear facts? that little click. You've been here for 30 seconds. What's up, man? I actually do have corrections. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Lovely. So it turns out that the option for Wade Miley next year is a team option. So if the Orioles want to pay him twelve million dollars, he's all theirs. Done. Wait, he that's made, a correct two balldo twelve million a year, so. Would would you extend with yeah, Miley right now choice. for twelve million?
0: Sure. It's not my money. <laughs>
1: it depends. It's <So> <laughs> better than what we have, as a, right. which is it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean We need a pitcher. He it depends can pitch. If he gets a couple more wins, ten million, sure. Twelve million, <laughs> yeah. It's not $150 million. Awesome.
0: And he, oh. he, he put off corrections and analyses because he was listening to the show live on Facebook. He just showed up in studio here at the last minute.
2: Which is very cool. That's dedication dead, dead, right hey, there. Hey, I love it. That's, I love it. I like that. It an applause along. from me. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, my correction is Tillman actually pissed, pitched twice out of the bullpen. Not once. Got him. <laughs> got him. Busted. Got you know him. what happened? He
1: looked that up while he was at home, and he just stopped in his car. And <laughs> you said, gotta go right here. I got go to go correct, That's a record straight. Yeah. Josh is wrong. I could, yes. I could write this in the third person on Facebook, or I could just get in my ro- car and drive a few miles. That's hilarious. Bravo. As the
2: snowflake bit came up. I was like, yep, I've got time. <laughs> uh, That's true.
0: Snowflakes have nothing but time. Thank yeah. you. <laughs>
2: All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening to another edition of Section 336. Go ahead to iTunes and give us five stars and write us a cool review. Go ahead and like us on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com backslash forward, Section 336. Forward slash. Okay, no one's going to even go do that way anyway. I don't know that there's a forward slash. Does anyone ever type in the browser backslash. forward slash Section 336? 3, 3, Probably no, not. You just search for the top of the, of the thing, of the uh, Facebook okay. machine.
0: We're here every Monday night on Facebook Live. 7.30, right, right on turn?
2: <laughs> That's right. If you go to right. http colon forward slash forward slash facebook.com slash section 336, you can find us live every Monday night at
1: 7.30. Oh, and that goes for you too, Jacob, who sent a message at 7, like 20. Are you guys on tonight? Yeah. but there's... Every Monday at 7.30, we'll announce if not.
2: Yeah, which we announce quite often not. In fairness right. to
1: him. But we should be. <laughs> the next few Mondays, I think we're yeah, good. I think we're good. Monday no. at seven thirty.
2: All uh, right, you can also like us on Instagram. Follow Josh's Insta Snap. Josh, any updates on your Insta Snap stories? Snap stories. <laughs> um, <laughs> insta stories. Snap stories. Insta stories. Any update on the Insta stories?
1: I posted a picture of my face last week as I was trying to figure okay, out how to no post the show. No updates on the Insta stories. Nah.
2: Uh, n- no updates, boys and girls. Uh, But you can follow us on section three 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 on on uh, Instagram at section three three six show.
1: You guys, you know, you guys can do Instagram too.
2: Yeah, I'm going to do some Insta story at the game on Friday from the section three three six.
0: Me and Matt will be in section three three four on Friday night, and then we'll be there again on Monday afternoon. So maybe we'll see at the yard this Labor Day weekend,
2: and maybe you can be part of our Insta story.
0: Maybe we can have a story time together. You yeah, forget know.
2: about Remember we used to always have been liked in person? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. this is a new thing where we're going to be part of a story together.
0: Yeah. Come be a friend of the show.
2: Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at Section 336 Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Section 336. You can follow Bert on Twitter. At Bert Rody. And you can follow Josh on Twitter.
1: At Josh Sorka.
2: And you can follow the intern on Twitter, at but I wouldn't recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an
1: Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.